This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Final whistle's just gone here at Griffin Park. Booze at the final whistle, not because we lost, because we didn't lose. We didn't win either, though. Didn't even score a goal. Another in Stoke City is nil all. Eric Griffin Park. Stoke City came with a plan and they executed the plan perfectly. The plan was to not let Brentford score, to stifle us, stuff us out, and they did exactly that. And uh, well, it was a little bit disappointing, as you probably listened to the post match podcast last week after Preston, and we were all doom and gloom, and we thought that this match might have lifted our spirits. Unfortunately, there's been no spirit lifting today because Brentford have drawn at home to the team who are bottom of the league. That wasn't very good, was it? It wasn't at all very good. It was very disappointing, very dull to watch. We couldn't get out of any gear. I don't know what gear we started in, but we couldn't get out of it. And, uh, yeah, it was very poor. I mean, Stoke weren't up so much. Uh, They're still kind of big and burly, and that's about it. Uh, Yeah, there there was no... Pizzazz, no, not, nothing like the Derby game. Uh, it was really, really quite poor. I was very disappointed. With I, I mean, where's it go from here? We've had lots of conversations. If you should get Pride of West dot London on our podcast, we'll be talking about formations, players. Are we as good as our team before? Thirty million versus five. There's all sorts of conversations going down. Uh, is it a case that we're just, you know, completely and utterly just lost all confidence? I mean, what, what, what's, what's going on? Well, we, we weren't lacking in confidence against Derby. I think. Uh, I think I'd like to see us move away from the back, uh, the back three. I think there's a good opportunity to play three in midfield with, uh, with Norgaard as a defensive midfielder, Jensen and uh, Camo further forward. I think that might give us a bit more zip and pizzazz, uh, especially at home. I think you know, we should be taking, taking it out teams. And we can still play uh, with wing-backs because Norgaard would just slot back in. So... I think we, we need to be a bit more up and at them and just try to be more positive. A little bit more adventure, is that the word? Exactly that, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think we got it in us. Uh, I know we've shown it against uh, other teams, but today was really, really disappointing. Lots of disappointment people are talking here. People are sort of kind of walking out with their heads down, kind of, you know, just no energy. Kind of, kind of like Brentford team today, actually, isn't it? Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's sunny, which was probably slightly sapping, but I think the general performance was sapping as well we, d- we do look a lot more solid defensively than, than we were at times under under other regimes and with other players in the team but we're, we're also tepid going forward Stoke are, are completely out of confidence 
Um, but they got bodies in the way. They funneled us wide. They know we haven't really got a, a player who can hold the ball anywhere on the edge of the box. And I think that's it. We used to kill teams by holding pressure up the pitch. And we just don't do this with this formation and these players. Um, it's, not, it's not awful. I've seen 50 to 100 worse performances here at Griffin Park over the years. But there's so much more that could be achieved with, with the setup here. And, and at the moment, it's not happening. And Frank needs to look at his, this formation. Because this formation will, will grind out some draws against Stoke at home, but we should be beating them. I'm going to I mean, ask the question, and you say that Frank should look at this formation. I mean, we've got to, we've got to throw the question out there now, you know. We, we, we've got a team out there who I'm assuming you're thinking is a good team, potentially. Yeah. You know, we've got some, we've some quality players out there who aren't performing. Is it the players, is it the tactics, or is it the, the, the manager, the, the instructions that they're getting? Look, they're, they're, they're new players and we have, we have to understand that we're, what, nine games in in a 46-game season and we are still adjusting. We're learning how to play with each other. Ben Rama's certainly missing his mate Morpay to play quick one-twos with because he's giving the ball away a lot, but I'm not sure it's entirely his fault. But Frank, Frank has got wedded to five at the back, three at the back, whatever you call it. Um, and, and I don't think it's helping us. We, we signed Janssen. And Janssen, last season on stats, was the best centre-back in this division. So if we're afraid to play him in a flat-back four, it says an awful lot about Frank's ambition. We need to be bossing games at Griffin Park, and right now we ain't. Got the Stoke fans in the house. They're just chilling outside one of the four pubs in the corner. The last chance you'll get, unless we draw you in the cup, of course, to drink in one of these four pubs, because we're moving 15 minutes' walk down the road to our new stadium. So, um... You come down here for the atmosphere, you come down here for the pubs, you come here for the, you know, it's quite friendly down here at Bradford, but you didn't come down here for the goals because we didn't see any, did we? No, no, but it was a pub on every corner, so look, it's not the worst place in the world, and, you know, we actually did get a point, even though there were no goals, so for us, that's, that's a step up, because it's been, been tough love at the minute. I mean, it's been tough love, I mean, just going back to Stoke City, we've done a little bit of analysis, we had the, um, we had uh, Ben Rowley from the YYY Files on our podcast this week, and he was chatting about, you know, you know chatting about the way that you play in your games, and for what I can gather, you have been also a little bit unlucky in some games as well, the last game, okay, you had a man, Joanna, sent off, but what I had, you fought to the end, and again today, you were throwing men behind the ball, you defended really well, and you did what you needed to do to make sure that you didn't let in another goal. Yeah, I'd, I'd say second half today, you know, we, we, as, as well as we've played this year. And, you know, Madonna, son and I have only missed a couple of games all season. But unfortunately, that's the first point I've seen us get. So we're glad to get the point. I think we did work hard. It wasn't quite enough. But let's hope we can, you know, take it on. And, you know, we're in the cup away at Crawley on Tuesday. We'll be there. I mean, Stoke City... You got relegated, I know, from the Premier League. You had one season in this division. Has it been a lot tougher than you expected down here in the Championship? Well, I think uh, I remember it. So it's not been tougher than I remember it being. It's a long haul and it really is a, a, you know, a season for stamina and fight and battle and everything, especially in the winter. But, you know, a lot of the squad has changed as well and you'd think that they ought to know what it's all about and the manager too. So I don't think we can put it down to that. Uh, we just need to get our heads up and work a bit harder sometimes. So disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. Oh, everyone is disappointed as they come out of the Griffin Park today because, as I say, you know, so much expectation this season, you know, so much money spent on this season and you can't, not the money that's spent because obviously more money spent, more expectation and it just hasn't quite gone to plan. That game, you told me you was falling asleep, were you? Uh, well, I just about kept the eyelids open, yeah, but... Um... 
whether it's the hot weather affecting the players or um, I'd like to see Makocho start um, I would like to see a 3-5-2 formation to get round Stoke with um, Pinnock starting 3-5-2 yeah because he went 4-4-2 and he left Pinnock out so but Pinnock I mean that's another story we're still three at the back but Pinnock's out Okay, we won't do the formation, but we're, we're already we're already three at the back anyway. A lot of people are saying that we should go four at the back instead. That's what a lot of people I are saying. We were four today. Sorry, we got that wrong. No, um, I thought it was Dow's guard with um, the young lad, and then uh, anyway, um, I don't know. I mean, look. I mean, look at this game. I mean, what, to you, what do, what do you think the issues were? I mean, do you think that we were just lacking in energy? Do you think we were lacking in ideas? Do you think that we were just kind of just? Just tired after the train journey back from Preston last week. <laughs> I think Stoke came to spoil, and I think um, Brentford should have been cuter. They should have maybe sat back, um, showed a bit of leg in the hope of drawing Stoke onto them and getting around them using a bit of pace. Do you think Stoke would actually come onto us? Because I mean, I think that they were probably very, very happy, happy with, with the point. point. Yeah, absolutely. But I think earlier in the game, Stoke could have tested that and trying to, um, like I said, showed a bit of ankle just to kind of see if Stoke would have thought, oh, we could get the three points here. Because otherwise, both sides were ultimately playing out a draw. So, I mean, things the heat have, was a big factor, though. The heat was a big factor. Things haven't gone according to plan this season. Do you do you see it as a temporary issue? I hope so, because otherwise it's a relegation battle, isn't it? It's looking that way potentially. It's interesting. You're the first person on all our podcasts that's actually mentioned the word relegation. Everyone says, "Oh, a bit little dicey," but you've actually mentioned relegation. Relegation battle. Hope to God it's not going to be a relegation. Um, but um, I think there's worse sides in the division by far. But um, they need to get it together quickly this side of Christmas. Put it that way, because otherwise they're in a dogfight. Lovely day. Terrible football, wasn't it? Yeah, as you always say, Bill, keep football out of football, but just shocking. Just, ah, oh, it's just so disappointing. The weather's lovely. You've got a massive crowd in Griffin Park. Just nothing happened, didn't it? Just, Stoke were there for the take. They're low on confidence. They've got no idea what they're doing, but I don't know. For me, Makocho's got to start. He's my first player on the team sheet. Um, but no, Ben Rama didn't look that interested. Nothing came off for him. Just, we just looked lacking any idea it's just how many shots were there in the game from either side was there one each side it's just you know big crowd but my stepdaughter's come down with her mates to and you just think why would they ever come back watching that it's just shocking just so disappointing just I don't know I mean, we've been asking do you think do you think we've been having off days because I mean this season hasn't started right but you know we've got the players are we having off days or is the master plan not quite being executed. Oh, I'm not going to jump on the blame Frank because Frank gets dumped to players. And before I do that, I'm going to say this is not necessarily Frank because it could be the players themselves as not executing the no, plan. They're not, they're, well, they're not. You know, Norgard is pedestrian, doing his own little bits and bobs. Jensen's got some lovely touches; he can hit a good pass, but he's not really doing it. Ben Rama's looking like I don't know. Maybe he's fancying a January move, and he's not that bothered. Canos today, I thought, just was too obvious. Everything he tried to do was just telegraph. So I just, yeah, no, the players aren't, you know, they're not playing to their full potential. But then, I don't know, we're just, we're just not there, are we? We're not at the races at the moment. It's just whether we're all clicking, but that's dismal. For people to, you know, come and watch that season to get older, people paying their money, 
it's a dismal game of football. It's just shocking. But luckily the weather's good and the beer's good in the pub. So disappointment's still there, but back in the pub, as you know, we go there to just dissipate the sights we saw yeah. on the pitch there with the ball not going into the back of the net. That was pretty awful, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I mean, for the first 45 minutes or so, you know, you can, you can be excited for it for the first 45 minutes. You can give all your support for the first 45 minutes. Coming into the second half again, 10, 15 minutes into the second half, it's, it's the same ball every time. Same ball in the, in the last third, the same ball either crossing it in without anyone being there or being or their defenders are uh, the defenders are winning the ball every time. And then no, no result. Um, Corrales could have been there once from Canis's uh, ball across the box. Could have been there once, but uh, apart from that, there's nothing. I don't, I don't know. Was there a shot on target? I'm not sure. I mean, do you think we do you think we've lost our way, or do you think we, or do you just think again it was too too hot? I, I mean, when you, see the, when you see all the signings come in from the summer, you know, you can get excited, you know. You see the first three or four signings, new signings, you know, you're excited. You're going to there's all these new signings coming in. But, you know, it gets to the, where was it, the sixth, seventh, eighth, and you're thinking, buddy, hell, that's almost a new team now, you know. And again, they're still excited to see all that coming in. But um, how quickly can they all play well together? And you'd hope that maybe after five or six games that they would be able to. But so far, they haven't. I think it will still be getting there, but... Again, you know, it's a stage of how, how, how much more can you, you know, how much, how much elasticity do they have to be able to let them, let them play for that long? So, if you were Thomas Frank, mm. what would you do out there for the next game? Good point. Good question. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think. Would you I don't keep, keep the team the same. I think I'd keep the team the same still. Yeah, I don't think there's necessarily anyone. You know, he's, he hasn't. He hasn't got a, a more pay's gone. You know, we, we we haven't got someone that was as good as more pay to replace more pay. Apart from that, wingers. Yes, still to, there. to be fair, he's wingers got <laughs> strikers. Got to get the ball first, though, don't they? Exactly. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And the strikers aren't getting the ball still. Yeah, you're right. The wingers are still the same. Wingers still the ball feeding. Well, is the ball feeding still the same? You know. Morpay isn't there still, but Morpay wasn't the only goal scorer last season. He was obviously the fucking well up there. He was, he was uh, who we relied on, wasn't he? Uh, but yeah, whether the balls are coming in or not, still Watkins has been scoring. What I'd be doing now, I don't think I'd change the team still. You just so I don't think it's a team problem either. Um, so what do you no, think it is? Then? I don't know. So <laughs> that's a good question, mate. I'm not a manager. I, I know. I go there to watch the football, not to manage the football, unfortunately. But. Um, more pontification here back in the bar in the pub as people just sitting down there and, and thinking about <laughs> thinking about the goal that never was we almost scored a goal didn't we I think so I was struggling to remember but I think we probably did at some point but we didn't really create many chances did we I thought there was a couple of chances at the end there was <laughs> probably the first time for five years we haven't played a one-two in the box when it actually was an opportunity to play it um, which is like, quite ironic but yeah, we, I, I thought we did all right overall, but it was just <laughs> pretty dull. I mean, uh, 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 the dullness was there. I mean, Stoke City came down, and you know, Thomas Franks talked about this, but you know, Stoke City has obviously come down to uh, to nullify us, and we still didn't have a we didn't have any solution to that whatsoever, did we? No, I mean, I thought Stoke looked okay, really. I thought it was a fairly solid experience, and they weren't particularly exciting either. But um, I, I thought they came and actually tried to nick a win, didn't they? They didn't, they didn't really sit back. Um, so fair play to that but I'm, I'm not sure we've got we've been saying this for years haven't we but I'm not sure what plan B is I mean, 
it's more of the same when, when you're swapping like for like when you come on Corrales was the first one who was sort of a bit different and he, he clearly showed he's, he's got something about him but we are swapping like for like and it's, I'm not sure it's the players that aren't really working it's more the formation and the tactics than the individuals and if we just keep swapping one in one out but not changing the way we think or the way we play I'm not sure that's the answer it's interesting it's quite, I mean there's quite a few people that sort of you know obviously trying to find a solution for this but are starting to um, question the the tactics and the way that we're playing um, is that because you believe in the players that we've got we've had a lot of debate pride of West London about whether or not you know the money we've been spending on these players now which is more money than we did beforehand that you're actually increasing in quality in the players or are you just basically paying more money for the same sort of players so I'm just asking you, do you are you believing in the players? Do you still think that there's a little bit of um wastage is probably not the word, but we're not quite there with, even with the players that we've got. Yeah, they're, they're clearly good players. I mean you can see signs in all of them that they're, they're they're quality players. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Whether they're better than the ones we had, you know, a few years ago is, is a different conversation, isn't it? And you look at Hogan not getting anywhere near the team, Woodsy, I don't know if he was injured, but not nowhere near the squad. You know, the players there that we're still ranking out sort of best ever BZ 11s in recent times. So uh, I, I don't think there's any doubt that those players can do it. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure five million is much better than two million, really, in terms of money. And I guess that's potentially the market that we're in now that prices are slightly higher. Um, clear, these, these are young kids coming in, aren't they? I mean, we, we are expecting to get on up and running very early on day one. Um, you know, we are only a handful of games in, so it's not... Yeah, there's no alarm bells or anything ringing. It's just a little bit frustrating and <laughs> just a little bit dull. <laughs> Listen, we 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 you know we we played the bottom of the, t- the league side today and, and we haven't got a result. We're playing a team who is going to be pretty near to the bottom of the league next week, and uh, I mean we need to get something out of that, don't we? Yeah, we do. Um, we probably won't. I think it's another draw next week. Um, I, was, I, was, I wasn't too angry today because I thought we'd eventually create a chance that we'd score from, especially shooting towards the uh, Eden Road end. We normally, we normally sort of step up a gear, but it just didn't happen. Um, you know, he made the right decisions, I think. You know, Corral is coming on, Makocho coming on, pushing Ollie further out onto the right. I think that, you know, that was, they were the right decisions, I think. You know, I don't know why Makocho didn't start. I think that was the one thing that we, you know, we were crying out for after last week. But we didn't... We didn't create enough. We weren't urgent enough, really. I think playing out from the back again, um, and it, was, it looked two pretty, pretty poor teams today. I'm not saying we are a poor team. We're not poor players, but we looked a poor side today. Um, but you can only, again, you can only judge a player. I mean, if somebody came to this match, they can only judge you by how they see you. And the fact is that, yeah, we could, we could say we're a great side because we've got some great players, but we played some quite rubbish football. To, you know, we didn't play great football today, so we looked like no, a poor no, side. Yeah, no, we did. We looked, we looked a poor side today. <clears throat> And, and, well and, yeah. and no, no, and you know, we just kept giving the ball away to Stoke. It was like we, we at one stage we just couldn't clear the ball past the halfway line. We could, we did, we did, we just kept punting it along. Um, and, and if it wasn't, I'm not being funny. If it wasn't for the goalie, we would have lost that game because you know there was a, an awful back pass or an interception, and he, he made a brilliant, brilliant like at the feet save. So. You know, we, we, owe, we owe him a big thank you. And I'd say also, I mean, the Stoke midfield, particularly in the second half, I mean, before we made the changes as well, they actually started to really come into that game and the Stoke midfield actually started to dominate us. And the thing I was thinking about this is that 
how many times beforehand would we say that we've been dominated in midfield? We've been dominated midfield quite a lot this season, whereas beforehand, midfield would be the thing. We would always dominate midfield. They were stronger at us, they were knocking us off the ball, you know, and, uh, and, and, and we, just, we, just, we just couldn't compete. We've, we've, said it, we've said it pretty much every week, you know, midfield, it's not... The, the combination is still not right, and, and in, in the centre-forward position, it's, not, it's not, not, not quite right. But, you know, you, Stoke, well, they've, they've had an awful start to the season, but any team that can leave Woods and Hogan out has is, is obviously got quite a lot of, you know, quality there. Um, but today, they look, they look shocking, and we were shocking too. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Thanks for listening. Come on, give us a big thumbs up and, and actually subscribe to us on besotted.com and also on iTunes and write a review for us as well. We're going to be... Um, well, I don't know what we're going to be, actually. What's, what's the next match? We haven't got a match for... A, yeah, we've got Barnsley away, which is quite away. We'll, we'll see what's going on with that one, actually. We might have to do some sort of kind of link-up by, by satellite or something like that. But, you know, we'll see where we go. But listen, we've got podcasts this week, again on Thursday, Pride of West. London. Check that out. And radio show 8 till 9 on Love Sport Radio, which is all good. But other than that, a bit disappointed we didn't get the points, unfortunately, against Stoke City. But we're still here as we go again, as we say... Come on, you bees! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.